Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos Chaf Hey. We're starting two lines from the top, the last word on the line. We're in the middle of discussing the prohibition of using Tame Truma oil on Shabbos or Yantif, which is called Shemen Srefa. The Gemara says, Beyantif Huda Asir. It's Asir to use it on Yantif. Habachal Shaper Dami. However, one may use it during the week. Ask the Gemara, my time, huh? how do we know this? Amorav Rav tells us, Shem Shemitzah Lisserf Hakadshim Shenitmu, the same way that it's a mitzvah to burn. Kadshim that became Tame, so too it's a mitzvah to burn Chuma that became Tame. The Torah says, as you're consuming it, meaning as you're destroying it, so you may have benefit from it. Ask the Gemara, where does the Torah say it? Gemara says, Midrav Nachman, we learn from Rav Nachman, Dom Rav Nachman, Amar Rabba Baravua, Amar Kron, the Pasuk tells us, Vaini, and I, Hineno Sati Luchas Mishmeres Trumaisoi, I have given you the safeguard of my true mice. Plural, two true mice. Says the Gemara, Bishte Trumas, Akasim Medaber. The Pasuk is talking about two different Trumas that one may have benefit from. Achas Truma Tahira, one is Tahar Truma that the Kain may eat, Vachas Truma Tamea, and one is talking about Tame Truma that the Kain may burn and have benefit from that. Vamrachmana, the Torah says, Lecha, Shalacha Tehe, it is for you, Lahasikatachasavshilcha, to burn underneath your dish. Says the Gemara, Vibay Sam, alternatively, we have a different source for this. Midrabavo, Rabavo teaches us, Damrabavo, Amar Biechanan. We know that certain maestris must be taken from a person's crops every single year. Maestrishan is always given to the Levi. The first two years of a three year cycle, Maestr Shani is given, that has to be brought up to Yushalayim to be eaten. And the third year, Maestr Ani is given to the poor people. Now in the fourth year, a person has to ensure that all of his requisite Maestrs from the previous three years were given out and sent to their proper places. And then at the end of Pesach of this fourth year, he has to say a certain set of Pesukim, which is called Vidui Maestrus. And in this Vidui Maestrus, which is literally means the confession of Maestrus, he says the following, And I did not consume from it while it was Tame. And our drasha is, From it I did not consume, consume. A person may consume chuma that became tame. Ask the Gemara, the Ema, Mimenu, maybe we should learn, Mimenu, from it, Yatamavir, you may not consume, Avalatamavir, Shem, Shalkadish, and Itma, but one may consume Kaidesh that became Tame. The Gemara says, No, Lav Kalvachimer, who? Isn't it a Kalvachimer? Ma Meiser Kal, Meiser, which is lenient, Amritar, the Torah tells us, Loi Biyat, Mimenu, Batame, that one may not consume from it while it is Tame. So Kaidesh, which is Chamer, which is much more strict, like Kalshakan, for sure one may not consume Kaidesh while it's Tame. Ask the Gemara, Yachi, if so, Trumanami, Trumanami, also, we should say this following that Meiser is lenient and Truma is more strict, and therefore Truma one may not consume all his tame. Why don't we say so? The Gemara says, What do you mean? We have the Pasuk of Mimenu, we just told us that excludes Truma from the prohibition of using it while it's tame, says the Gemara, my rice. So what do you see? Meaning, why is it that we see the necessity to include Kaidesh in the prohibition and exclude Truma from the prohibition? Gemara says, Mistabra, it's logical. Kaidesh is going to be included because the Kaidesh Le Matina, Kaidesh will not be excluded. Shekane Simon, we have the following mnemonic, Panak Akis, which is Pigol, certain improper thoughts the Kayan may not have while shechting uh, carbon. Neuser, which is when a carbon goes past its allotted time and it has to be burnt. Carbon, that something that was consecrated to the base of Mikdash, that is the status of Kaidesh, it actually has a status of a carbon. Me'ila, we know if someone misappropriates Hektesh, so he has his Chayav. A carbon, Karius, a person who eats a carbon that he, he's not allowed to eat, or if he's Tame, he actually could get Karius. And Asr Lo'aynein, a person who's a mourner, he may not eat Kadshim either. So we see the Kadshim are very Chamur, and that's why it's included in the prohibition of using its Tame oil. Ask more Adarab, the opposite 
makes more sense. Truma matino, we should not exclude Truma from the prohibition. Shekin machpaz simen, we have a mnemonic of machpaz. What's this? Misa, a person that needs Truma and who is not a Kohen will receive Misa b'day shemayim. Chaymesh, if a non-Kohen eats Truma, he has to pay not only the principal amount that he ate, but he also has to pay a knas, a penalty of a fifth of its value. Chafhe Amad is on the top. Ve'en lapidyon. There's no way of being paida redeeming truma. Once it's truma, it's always truma as opposed to kaidesh. It could be redeemed. Vasur lazarim and a non kain may not partake of truma at all. So the Gemara says, you're right. However, hanach nefishin, that kaidesh has far more stringencies than Chuma does. Vibay Samo, alternatively, Kaidish Khamur, Kaidish is still more strict on the scale, Shikain Anish Kares, because the sin of eating Kaidish when you're not allowed to is Kares, and Kares is a double punishment because it has premature death and childlessness, whereas Chuma is only Misibide Shemaim. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman, suggest a different Pasuk that we can learn that Tame Truma is allowed to be benefited from. Amarkar the Pasuk says, Titain Lai. We have a requirement to give the Kaihain our Truma. We have to give it Lai to him. The Lai, La'ire, don't give it to him just for its light, meaning don't give him anything that's Tame. We must give him something that's Tahar that he can actually benefit and even eat from. Mechlal, this implies the Bas Airehu, that you're allowed to benefit from his light. We just are not allowed to give him something that he's only allowed to benefit from its light. However, once it becomes Tame, while it's in the Kayan's Rishos, so then he's able to burn it and benefit from its light. Continues the Gemara explaining the Mishnah, Rabbi Shmuel Omer, Rabbi Shmuel told us in the Mishnah that one may not use Itron, which was a byproduct of Zephes, pitch because of covered Shabbos. Ask the Gemara, my time, what does this mean, covered Shabbos? Because it is a bad smell, perhaps a person is going to leave his Shabbos table and go outside. says, So let him leave. What do we care if he leaves his Shabbos table? The kindling Shabbos lamps next to your table where you're going to eat is an obligation. And if you leave and you eat your suda somewhere else, not next to your Shabbos light, so you haven't fulfilled your obligation. Rav says, kindling a light on Shabbos near your table is an obligation. However, washing your hands and feet in warm water on Erev Shabbos, Rishos is only optional. And I say mitzvah that it's actually a mitzvah. Now the Gemara just explains his last statement we just mentioned, my mitzvah. What exactly is the nature of the mitzvah of washing your hands and feet in warm water on Erev Shabbos? This was the practice of Rabbi Yehuda Bar Eloi. Erev Shabbos, they would bring him a bucket full of warm water, he would wash his hands, feet, and face. And he would wrap himself in a linen cloak, and it's important that it's linen, that had tzitzis on it. And he resembled a malach. And his talmidim would hide the corners of their garments from him because the corners of their garments did not have tzitzis on them. He told him, my children, didn't I teach you sudden that a linen garment Regarding tzitzis, Beishamay Paitin Beishamay says, you do not have to put tzitzis on it because it's linen. And tzitzis are supposed to be wool. At least the tcheles part of the tzitzis has to be wool. And wool and linen is not to be mixed. However, Beis Hill says you are chayv to put tzitzis on a linen garment. And the halachic different Beis Hill, the halachic Beis Hill. And that's why I have tzitzis on my garments. Why are you hiding the corners of your garments from me, showing me that you don't have tzitzis on them? So, 
The Gemara says, V'inhu, and them, his Talmidim, Sarvik Zer Mishim Ksus Laila, that there was a Xera from the Chachamim, were afraid of nighttime garments. Really, Midday Raisa, a garment that is made out of linen, is Chayv and Tzetzes. And even though there's an Isser of Shatnis having wool and linen together, since the mitzvah, we have a mitzvah, Midday Raisa of Tzetzes, that's going to push away the Isser of wearing Shatnis. However, at nighttime, if a person were to put this garment on at night and it has Tzetzes on it, then he'd be Chayv for wearing Shatnis because there's no mitzvah of wearing Tzetzes at night meaning he's not allowed to wear wool and linen together at night because of this issue that perhaps someone's going to accidentally put on a daytime garment at night that's going to have tzitzis on it and he's going to be wearing wool and linen. So Chum said, we're not going to put wool tzitzis on a linen garment. However, the relevance is whole sugya is, we see the Rabbi Hudabar Eli, who's a great Chacham, washes hands and face and feet with warm water in Arab Shabbos, so that's considered the mitzvah. Now, regarding Candles on Shabbos. The Pasuk says, My soul despaired of having peace, I've forgotten good. And this was Yirmiya said in recollection of the loss of the first base on Mikdash. And the Gemara asks, what exactly is this talking about? What does this mean that my soul despaired of having peace? This is regarding lighting candles on Shabbos that bring peace to the house. Now the Gemara explains, Nashisi Taiva, as I have forgotten good. What's the good that we have forgotten? This is a bathhouse that a person cleans himself with, so that's considered good. This is regarding washing your hands and feet with warm water, that was forgotten since the time of the destruction of the Beis HaMekdash. This is a nice bed, and the nice bed clothes that are upon it. This is a made bed, and an adorned woman with either good deeds or makes herself beautiful for Talmine Chachamim. That is considered the good that was forgotten with the destruction of the Beis HaMekdash. Continues the Gemara, who is considered wealthy, anyone who is able to take pleasure in his wealth. Divra Meir, that's of Meir. The Gemara just stops to give a little simon. Mem Tes Kuf Samach. And continues with this concept of who is considered wealthy. Reb Tarfin and Reb Tarfin says, Kol Shiesh Le Kuf Kramim. He has a hundred vineyards. Umeya Sadis and a hundred fields. Vekuf Avadim, Shaivdin Bahana, and a hundred servants that are doing all of his work in these fields. Rabbi Kiva Aimer, he argues, he says, No, Kol Shiesh Le Isha Nabamaisim. Anyone that has a beautiful woman who's beautiful in deeds. Rabbi Yesi Aimer, Rabbi Yesi says, Kol Shiesh Le Besa Kisa, Shamach Le Shulchane. Anyone that has a latrine, a bathroom nearby his table, which means whenever he needs a restroom, he's able to get one easily and he doesn't have to go all the way deep out into the fields to relieve himself. Tanya, we have a brisa. Reb Shem ben Elazar Eimer, Ein Malikin B'Tsari. One may not light their Shabbos candles with Tsari, which is balsam oil. My time, oh, why not? Since there's a very pungent fragrance, Gzair Shem is stopping the man who perhaps he's going to partake of it, and then he's going to be extinguishing the light a little bit when he takes out some of the oil, and that's Asr on Shabbos. Amrle Abai, Abai tells him, Chavav Amadal on the top, Leimamar, why don't you say, B'nai Shu'af, literally because it flies away, which means it's extremely flammable, so it's actually a fire hazard and it's dangerous. So the Gemara says, It's one and another thing. Chada, first of all, because it's very flammable. And furthermore, perhaps a person may partake of it, and then he's going to be extinguishing the flame on Shabbos. And tomorrow we will start out with an incredibly intriguing story that has to do with very flammable oil. Everyone should have a wonderful day.